I'm Arlene Bynum. For Jeff MacArthur, we've heard the announcement, the press conference, and we're getting the details of how the children in Ontario are going to go back to school, and they're going to be there full-time in the fall. Masks are going to be mandatory for older children, and... They're hiring custodians for more cleaning. Nurses will be hired, will be present. And it is an over $300 million investment. Let's go through it and begin to get our reaction here today. We are joined by David Hutchinson, professor in the Department of Educational Studies at Brock University. David, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Arlene. Well, you heard the announcement. First of all, what is your reaction to this plan? Is it what you expected or what you hoped for? I think as we began the summer, it uh, it looked as if there was going to be a hybrid model that would be adopted uh, in Ontario, um, half uh, learning in class, half learning remotely, and then switching halfway through the week. But there was a lot of pushback uh, from parents and school trustees so it became clear in the last couple of weeks that it was going to be a return to school full-time uh, for all students. So one surprise is that there will be for um, high school students in some urban uh, communities, including Toronto, uh, there will be a hybrid model, uh, but that for the rest of students uh, across the province, uh, all elementary, it's going to uh, be uh, back to school uh, full-time. So it's a mix of both, the full-time and the hybrid model. So that's a bit of a surprise. Okay, when we look at some of the ways that children are going to be kept safe, let's talk about masking. Let's face it, we've done a full circle on masking now, and we are being told in so many aspects it is the way to to curb the virus. So older children over grade, grade four and up are going to have to wear masks. Younger ones are not. What is your reaction to that? So a couple of weeks ago, there was a really important study that came out of South Korea. It was very scientifically rigorous, had uh, tens of thousands of students. And what they concluded is that children who are under the age of 10 tend to transmit the virus to others about half half as much as uh, adults. But that children over the age of 10, 10 and over, uh, tend to transmit it as much as adults. So I think these recommendations are largely in line with that. They're also in line with the recommendations from sick kids that came out yesterday in terms of masking. I think there is a acknowledgement that for younger children, uh, masking uh, may not be as effective. They tend to touch their faces more, as was noted in the press conference. Uh, and uh, it's just not easy uh, for them to learn language skills in schools with masks on. So I think this balances that approach. Um, but there are some problems in other respects uh, that make the masking uh, a little bit more risky or an unmasking uh, for younger children a bit problematic, including the fact that we will have full class sizes. So that's a concern. All right. You know, there is also the hiring of custodians, cleaner schools. Is that something that you wanted? Well, one of the things, first of all, I think it's a welcome surprise that they're going to be hiring more nurses for schools. Uh, that's uh, very welcome, as well as, of course, the custodians. But I'm concerned about the numbers. Uh, there are, uh, you know, thousands of schools, about 5,000 schools in Ontario, mm-hmm. and I believe they're hiring up to about 1,300 custodians. I, I'm not sure that's the exact figure, but that's what I heard. So that's not going to be enough, but that's the maximum amount to uh, add additional custodial staff to each school. And that's going to be absolutely critical because 
schools are going to need to undergo deep cleanings multiple times a day. Uh, Custodians are going to have a lot of work to do. And uh, we know that uh, in some elementary schools, there is only one custodian on staff at a time. They sometimes need to actually call on high schools to provide additional staffing on normal times. So I'm concerned there isn't enough investment in terms of custodial staff and as was acknowledged in the press conference for the nurses, there will not be one nurse per, uh, per school, and maybe that was unrealistic. But I'm concerned about the next four to five weeks uh, and before the students arrive. That's where we really need that public health uh, input from school nurses as schools prepare for them to come back. But if they're hiring nurses during this period, training them in terms of the protocols for schools, and then they also have to be responsible for a family of schools, How much time can they really devote to uh, helping schools prepare for the next four weeks before school begins in September? So that's of concern. All right. As you talk about the custodians in the cleaning and the concern about the spreading of the virus, that's on floors and walls and all those things. You just mentioned a study. Some of the new studies are coming out more and more and even more evidence today that the virus is in the air. Are you concerned that there was no mention of ventilation and 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 how that would react to some of the emerging evidence about the virus being in the air. Absolutely, this it's what every school needs to undergo between now and the beginning of the school year is a health check uh, for the entire mm-hmm. school, an audit, and it needs to determine a whole bunch of things. Uh, one of those is ventilation. There will be some newer schools that are um, well ventilated, uh, and so they will provide some protection against the virus transmitting through the air, although really probably no school is is 100% prepared for that. But I'm concerned about older schools, uh, particularly, that already had ventilation issues uh, where this could be of greater concern. Now add to that the fact that elementary school classes are going to be full size uh, in terms of the early grades, And so the the ventilation uh, issues are going to be of even more concern there because there'll be more air circulation. All right. Now, there was a a good question at the news conference about testing. A little bit of a surprising answer from Dr. Yaffe, saying that testing was not the be-all and the end-all and was not going to perhaps be the biggest game-changer, as a lot of people think it is. Do you agree with that? You know, we know now, as well with new information, asymptomatic spreaders are out there. There was a lot of mention about looking for symptoms and going going through those symptoms and nurses looking for them. On the other hand, testing is the way we know to find out those who have it and they don't know it. Any concerns there? Yeah, this is a real concern. We know we've known for a long time that children tend to be asymptomatic so they can spread the virus to others, but they do not show symptoms. So all these plans to have parents check their children's uh, health status before they come to school and then for schools to do a check before the students actually come in the building, uh, that is not going to catch a lot of the cases of the virus. And I'm worried that there is going to be spread in schools uh, because we are not reducing class sizes at the elementary level, uh, right up to the uh, grade 8 level. Uh, and so we, though we have an average uh, class sizes, uh, that uh, max out at the average around 24 to 25. There are many classrooms with many more students than that, so they're above the average. And uh, at the uh, press conference, they talked about the importance of maintaining that one-meter distance. And this was also something that was in the mm-hmm. Sick Kids report from yesterday, 
that's going to be very difficult in classes that are above that average of 24 to 25 students in the upper elementary grades. So I'm quite concerned about um, we're going to have a, a potential for an outbreak in a class that has maybe 28, 32 students. And then we will have to make decisions quickly about whether all of those students and all of their contacts, of course, are quarantined. So had the province made the decision to go in the route of having smaller classes, uh, cohorts of um, 15 or so, including in those upper elementary grades, uh, that might have been a, a more risk-averse uh, approach. Uh, and uh, but uh, this is not the decision that was made. I, I, you know whether whether money came into this, which was a question at the press conference, or simply the amount of time between now and the beginning of the school year. Uh, these may have been uh, factors. Uh, so I would be looking at the middle school grades uh, as uh, uh, just going to have to be extra attention to monitoring and tracking uh, for outbreak in the, those grades. I would say. All right. We know it was a, a tough road to navigate, and everybody realizes that things are changing. Let me ask you, finally, if you had to mark this and you had to give it a report on a report card, David Hutchinson, what are you thinking here from what you've learned today? Well, they have introduced some in- innovative elements, so I give them uh, you know, a high mark uh, uh, for that. The introduction of school nurses into schools, uh, that's uh, uh, really welcome. Uh, but I'm concerned that maybe there are not sufficient resources uh, so that uh, you know, school nurses are going to be responsible for multiple family of schools, and yet we have a short period of time to start up. Also concerned about the amount of resources for new custodial staff. So I would have to give them a low grade in terms of the amount of resources that are going. And then finally, a real concern to me, and, and uh, something I've uh, written about in the Globe and Mail article this, year, this, this week, uh, is just the amount of time we have between now in the beginning of the school year to do everything that was outlined in this press conference. The real risk, I think, is not that the plans are not sound on a conceptual or abstract basis, but whether we have the sufficient time to put them into a concrete reality that is safe for students and staff uh, over four or five weeks. There's a lot to do. Uh, People need to be hired, teachers, custodians, uh, nurses, that will take time, and that will only leave a little bit of time for the actual training to happen yeah, so they can, uh, within they, this whole context. And they hit the ground running. David Hutchinson, professor in the Department of Educational Studies at Brock University. Thank you for joining us, David, as we get your immediate reaction to this breaking news today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Arlene.